0: everyone thank you so much for joining us today this is beyond the surface here we have god-centered conversations about different situations and topics that students and young adults deal with my name is ryan i'm the host of the podcast later i will be joined by my co-host ezra today ezra and i discuss the importance of friends and how the people that we spend the most time with can shape us Ezra and I will also offer a little bit of advice on where we can find high-quality friends and what to do if a relationship is not allowing us to grow anymore. Now, without further ado, let's jump into the conversation. Alright, Ezra, so we're going to be doing the Friends podcast today, and since this topic was your idea... I'm gonna kick it off with the first question and kind of shoot that over to you. Totally, man, go for it. So, why is the company that you surround yourself with so important? So,
1: the company that you surround yourself with, I've I've just found you, you, there are there are things that other people have that you don't have. You know, there, there's ideas, there's visions, there's advice, mm-hmm. there, there's there's whole inventions that other people have that sure. that, that your heart needs. You know god mm-hmm. did not create us to be alone you know in, in the garden you know you want to know what the very first problem was god mm-hmm. said to adam it's not good that you're alone he made eve to be a helper and and, and a friend you know mm-hmm. ultimately eve was his his wife and that was the very first marriage but ultimately you know it's just an illustration that that god created us uh to be friendly and to be communicative with other people so i think you know you know, I'm I'm not saying that just this advocate that everybody has to be extroverts, but but ultimately, you know, God created us for friendships. God mm-hmm. created us to communicate with people and to mm-hmm. communicate with our voices and mm-hmm. to build each other up and to edify. A lot of that happens in the local church. That's why I, lo- I love friends in the church specifically. So on this question about you know why why is the company you you surround yourself with so important? You know, I, I just found that it's it's ultimately who you're going to become. Yeah, I've, absolutely. I've got, I've got so many friends, you know, and, and past friends who they have stumbled because they, you, of the people they were surrounding themselves with, mm-hmm. they started speaking like them. Mm-hmm. They were acting like they did, mm-hmm. but most importantly, they were thinking sure the way they did. Right, right. they viewed different I- issues and 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 things in their life differently because of the people they were surrounding themselves with.
0: Yeah, I think um, there's a lot of merit to this whole idea that. The people, the five people that you spend the most time with is ultimately, you know, who you're going to be like. Um, And I think, you know, part of it is just as human nature, the more we're exposed to things, the more desensitized we get to them, the more normal it becomes. And so when we surround ourselves with people that act a certain way, um, we are naturally going to become a little bit more desensitized to those ways, whether they're good or bad. Um, It doesn't really matter, you know, and we're also that's just going to be more normalized for us. I spend a lot of time around baseball players and I love I love my baseball buddies. Uh, I got a lot of baseball friends, but, you know, athletes, especially in college, um, everybody wants to one up each other. Everybody wants to be kind of the life of the party. They want to be the show. They want to be the one to get the laugh. They want to be the one to do the best. Right. So it's just natural that in those settings, guys are constantly putting each other down or making fun of each other or other people. And it just became so easy to do. And it's something that I found myself doing, you know, quite a bit. And when I've taken a step back and I've had a little bit more time, you know, off of that, or like away from, from that kind of behavior, you look back at it and you say, you know, it's, it's okay to tease each other and have some fun once in a while for sure. But, uh, when that's kind of all you do and it's it's all about, like, I'm going to one-up this guy. I'm going to be better than this guy. About, you know, self-promotion. You just kind of look at that and you say, hey, you know, that's that's not exactly how I want to act. And that's something yeah. that I didn't realize until uh, I wasn't spending so much time with them. And that's just because, you know, like I said, that was normal. I was kind of desensitized mm-hmm. to that. It was just I spent so much time in that environment that became easy to do. It's not even that that became easy to do. That was just my second nature. Yeah. Like that's what I went to. Right. You know, the Bible tells us that as iron sharpens iron, one man sharpens another. So when you flip that around, um, you know, I think like spending time with people that are uplifting and, and people that are positive, I think that can really shape your mindset in a positive light. Right. Uh So, you know, spending a little bit more time plugged in, in the church um, everybody there is really, really uplifting. I mean, everybody's encouraging with just about everything. And that just makes it so much easier to have a positive mindset. You know, like so many people, it's just easy to be negative throughout the day. But when you're spending your time around people that is positive, your mindset shifts. And so I've felt the benefits of other people being encouraging to me. And so the more time you spend around that, and the more time I've spent around that, you know, the encouraging nature of, of these people, the more I want to be encouraging and I want to be positive, and you know, yeah, it was cold outside today, but we had some sunshine finally, right? So, That's like, good, yeah. I'm gonna look at at the sunshine and and say, you know, I yes, I'm getting my vitamin D today instead of man, I was freezing on my and way and into it's work. A, right? It's a change in your thought process. Yeah, exactly,
1: exactly. You know, uh, we we were talking a lot about like negatively how like bad friends can mm-hmm. can influence mm-hmm. you in a bad way, but like I'm telling you, good friends are you know they are from heaven. You know, mm-hmm. like when mm-hmm. God puts people in your life, man, just just soak in from them, you know, mm-hmm. and just just learn from them, and and you know, it, it's it's like all all the all the the uh, the bad stuff that comes from hanging around bad people. Mm-hmm. It's like. Flipped around it the other way, and I, I had right. I knew somebody from our youth group in high school, and you know they were kind of a new believer, was weren't really sure, and you know they they didn't necessarily you know they they weren't super plugged in, mm-hmm. you know didn't necessarily you know have the fruits of the spirit. They weren't they weren't super nice. He had he had a vulgar mouth, you know. And mm-hmm. I was like, but what he actually was doing is that he was surrounding himself with with a new circle of friends. He used mm-hmm. to hang around with all the the sports teams, his school, and then how he starts hanging around with us, uh, you know, Jesus freaks. And like I said, you know how, how it, your your thought process begins to change. His thought process began to change. Mm-hmm. His language began to yeah, change. Yeah,
0: absolutely.
1: And and you know, fast forward one year, and I was just kind of blown away just by how mature he's become. Mm-hmm. And I I feel like he grew more in the Lord because he was spending around time with people. Yeah, who abs- were with the
0: Lord. Often. Absolutely, absolutely. So, like I said, I spent a lot of time um, in the baseball sphere. In terms of school, uh, I was really the only one that took school super seriously. On the oh team. no, you know, wanting to go to med school. A lot of these guys are just kind of like in college to play baseball, and they don't really care about school quite as much, or they're not they're not choosing such a rigorous major. So when my my baseball career ended, and I had one more year of school, the friends that I chose, or I guess not that I chose, but the friends that I started spending more time around or my med school friends, friends that um, were either in medical school or were planning on going to medical school or enrolled, um, you know, for the upcoming year kind of thing. Yeah. And my study habits improved a lot. And I ended up having a lot more time because um, I was efficient with my studying. Wow. Just because, you know, that's, that's kind of what they did. You know, they, they were studying and yeah. they kind of helped me learn how to study a little bit. Bit better. And so, yeah, I can definitely speak to that as well. I think that, that that's important to surround yourself with, that's with so good, good people. Um, If you're, you're, you know, looking to change your habits and, and kind of shift your focus. I love that. Such a powerful story.
1: And I know we'll get into this later on, but I just think that your story is just a testimony of hang around whoever you want to become, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, you know find absolutely. people who are ahead of you, people who are mm-hmm. better than you, people mm-hmm. who are doing better than you and mm-hmm. learn from them and just, mm-hmm. just spend time with them. Man. Hey, mm-hmm. that might mean you have to invite them out to coffee. Just, just right, right. lean in mm-hmm. and really learn
0: from them. So how um, when we, when we kind of realize, you know, we need to shake things up with our friends uh, or, or who our innermost circle is, how can we distance ourselves from relationships that may be holding us back or not allowing us to grow? And how do we do that without, you know, completely burning the bridge or you know where do we draw the line of like this is a relationship I just need to get out and not look back and you know this is just somebody that I need to spend a little bit less time. With. <laughs> how how do we how do we do that? How do we discern that? I mean I I don't think it's a good idea for
1: you just to upfront like go up to them and say hey you know I feel like you're 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 not the best in my life mm-hmm. gotta cut you out of my life. No I don't think right. that's the right way. do right. that's that's kind of rude in that way you know um, because because I think even even too I I think there's there's a little bit of gold in every single person but you you gotta, I, I think you really have to have to reevaluate your priorities mm-hmm. and just knowing how much do you want to, you know, change yourself mm-hmm. and how much do you want to get over the bad habits of, you know, maybe are, are they joking around or talking about things that you don't want to like,
0: okay, I mm-hmm. got to spend some time away from them and let that drive you and say, okay, mm-hmm. I got to not spend time with them anymore. Yeah. So I, I think kind of what, one of the things that you're touching on is, is you've got to know yourself a little bit and you've got to know your goals. Right. For sure. Um, and we kind of, you know, you said surround yourself with the people who are where you're at or where you want to be or who are in your eyes better than you and learn from them. Right. So I think in order to do that, you've got to have clear goals. Yeah. You know, if I didn't, if I didn't have the clear goal of going to med school, I don't think I would have necessarily just chosen to hang out with almost all pre-med and med students my last year in college right no, yeah you know my goal this year was to grow in the lord and so i joined a v group specifically i joined a v group for young adults young adult men um specifically to surround myself with more people who have similar goals or you know who may be ahead of me in their in their walk with the lord or or whatever it may be because that was my goal i wanted to grow in the lord this year um and and so knowing that goal allowed me to go and look for the relationships that I wanted. And it took some stepping out on your end as Mm -hmm. well. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not easy. Uh, you know, I have, I have lots of friends, um, and I've got, you know, friends from all different walks of life, all different relationships with God, different goals with school, different, just life goals in general, different relationship goals, you know? So yeah, I had to be intentional with that. And then I had to take the step, you know, and, and to your friends who maybe you, you know, the people who you who you want to
1: distance from mm-hmm. people who, who yeah. you, you're taking some some hard time to evaluate mm-hmm. that, hey, maybe they're not what I want to become. I think as Christians, we we tend to be really scared to say no, like, mm-hmm. like for some reason, we feel like we're going to hurt their feelings. We feel mm-hmm. like we're not we're not going to you know, be mm-hmm. able to share the love of Christ with them. I think I think we'd be we'd surprise ourselves. I've I've been surprised. Like just mm-hmm. just saying no isn't going to hurt anyone. Mm-hmm. Like just saying hey sorry I'm, I'm busy or hey sorry I don't really have time for this anymore. Mm-hmm. I can't do those activities with you as mm-hmm. much anymore. You know? Whether that be I don't know gaming. Whether that be some sort of a hobby. Going out and you know going out to eat with certain people. You know mm-hmm. you just don't have time for that. You like just just say no.
0: Yeah. Like honestly. Yeah. For your own sake. I definitely feel as Christians we we probably have a hard time saying no um, to certain or just to, to relationships, I guess. But I would say just in terms of people in general, it can mm-hmm. be hard to say no, especially to people that you spent a lot of time with. And so I think, yeah, that's, that's wise. And sometimes, you know, you just got to step up and take on that fear and say, you know what? No, I, I can't do that today. Yeah. And you don't have to, you know, necessarily give a reason every single time. But, uh, right. but yeah, sometimes, you know, you just know that that's not going to be uplifting or that's not headed in the direction that you want to go. So you have to you have to make the wise decision to say no, and then the the other thing that I would say is is you know how can you kind of start to distance yourself from from certain relationships would be to surround yourself with people that you want to be with. There we go. Um, that's kind of what I was getting at earlier. I don't know if I made this connection or not. If you know you're you're choosing to spend more time with with people that are headed in the direction that you want to go and that that you're pushing for for life, then naturally you're going to have to sacrifice some time elsewhere. Oh um, and, and so that can be. You know, that may be time with with some of these other relationships that that you shouldn't be spending as much time with. Yeah, it gives and, you a reason,
1: you know, like, like there's yes. no point in emptying your schedule if there's nothing to fill it with.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: Exactly.
0: Um, and it's hard, you know, because we want to we want to love everybody. And, you know, Jesus didn't spend time with only perfect people. Obviously, he didn't change the world doing that. Yeah. But I don't think that we can be well equipped to make a difference in in people's lives if we're not being filled up by other people yeah, as well, right? Totally. And I want to point this out as well.
1: You know, kind of with this this idea of just like friendship therapy maybe holding us back, I think mm-hmm. we have a tendency. I know I do this all the time, but we think that we have our friends, mm-hmm. but really we've been spending a lot more time with other people who, mm-hmm. you know, in our heads we wouldn't consider to be our friends. Mm-hmm. But when you look at your schedule, if you were to really look back and, and look at Pat, Back at the last month or so or a couple of months, mm-hmm. you were spending a lot more time with these other people who mm-hmm. you know aren't really that good influence mm-hmm. rather than your actual friends who you just, you're just you just kind of in the group chat with and you just kind of catch up with them eventually. But, sure. You know, you haven't actually taken some time out of your schedule, mm-hmm. you know, taken the evening where you could be studying or something mm-hmm. and spending time with them and really, you know, edifying each other and... Mm-hmm investing into that relationship and that's hard Mm -hmm. that's that's a hard thing just to really look back on and
0: just just say oh i haven't actually been doing as well as i can but no i think i think you hit on some really good points there and i really like what you said for me being intentional in relationships and like having intentional time with somebody i don't know if you know you've taken the love language test but uh my my two love languages are are touch is my number one and uh yeah touch is my number one but then Quality time is my second one, right, um, and in. they're they're pretty much the same level. I think I was like a, a 9 and a 10 on those two. And then the other ones weren't even close. Like, wow. Not even close. So quality time is something that's really big for me, and I don't necessarily need time in a group. Yeah, I like hanging out with groups, and I like hanging out with a lot of people, and it can be good to catch up with a lot of people that you haven't seen. But for me, there's just something meaningful about spending quality time with like one or two or, you know, maybe three people um, that you're really close with. And I think, think that being really intentional with your relationships can kind of help you weed out, you know, what are the bad relationships and then determine what are your, or, or, you know, maybe not bad relationships, definitely are bad relationships, but it may just be a relationship that, that, like I said, is not allowing you to grow. Right. And so if you're intentional with that, you'll kind of you'll kind of sort out what relationships are helping you and what relationships may be holding you back a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So I, I think being intentional is a really good one there. Totally, yeah. And before we move on, I I just really got
1: to point out what you said. Like, it's not necessarily just bad relationships, mm-hmm. just relationships that aren't, you know, progressing you into this next stage of your it, life that you're trying – that God wants you to go in. Right, know?
0: definitely. That's so good. So we've, we've kind of touched on it a tiny bit. But, where do we find these quality friendships and these quality relationships? How do we find these yeah totally you know i'm a I'm a church guy mm-hmm. i I grew up in the church
1: i was I was quite literally raised in the church. My family mm-hmm. was there every single sunday i was i was born and raised in the kids' ministry you know first things ever were at the church you know mm-hmm. I, I got in trouble at the church you know mm-hmm. so so naturally, just with my background i would i I cannot emphasize the church enough, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think the church is, is for everybody, any Mm -hmm. age group, any season Mm -hmm. of life, single, married, Mm -hmm. divorced, wherever you're at, Mm -hmm. the church is, is where it's at, you know, and, and, you know, small groups in the church, it's, it's this, it's this really beautiful thing where it, it, kind of turns the the rows of of the congregation and it mm-hmm. kind of puts them in circles you know
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah absolutely so, yeah so i'm just saying if you're looking for some faith you know just just look down the aisle and just 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 kind of find somebody and just say hey let's let's hang out sometime you know doing anything after service hey you want to go out to eat or something I, i'm telling you man just there's something something really special takes place when when two believers are gathered and, and just mm-hmm. just hang out and I think it's a great opportunity, especially if it's somebody who you don't know, just to Mm -hmm. kind of start over. You know, they don't know anything about you. You don't know anything about them, you know, just kind of start over, you know. Mm -hmm. It
0: doesn't have to be all spiritual, you know. I know you guys met in the church, you know. Mm -hmm. I think it's great to have God-centered conversations um, and, and, you know, like have God be present and and on your mind. But you don't have to – you can talk about sports or, you know, whatever makes you guys tick. It doesn't have to be – you know, yeah, that's awesome. Talk about God. That's a good thing. Talk yeah. about your your faith and your relationships. I think there's something powerful in our stories. You know, that's why I wanted to start this podcast. And you can find people in the church that have all sorts of different interests that, you know, you would never think. There's plenty of sports nuts in the church. There's plenty of like outdoorsmen in the church. Yeah. There's a lot of people that are really artsy and talented in ways that make no sense to me whatsoever, <laughs> because I'm not artsy, I'm not musically inclined, like, that no. area just doesn't speak to me, and so, you know, I've connected with with some people I, I mentioned multiple times in this podcast, like, I want to go to medical school. I've connected with multiple doctors that go to our church, so yeah, I totally agree with you that that the church is a great place, and there's something for, for
1: everybody there. Absolutely. But yeah, I would say, yeah, the church is, is a place to start, but, like, don't just limit yourself to mm-hmm. the church as mm-hmm. well, you know? Mm-hmm. I'd say that, that's the first place, but Yo, like, if you're a student, get involved some extracurriculars. You find, you know, some really amazing people out out there. Especially any sort of a, a ministry or campus ministry. You know, I'll I'll be honest. I didn't really join a campus ministry until this past year, and I have mm-hmm. made some of my closest friends of all time just simply by by going, mm-hmm. by going, and, and by checking mm-hmm. out some of their events. And yeah, everything. absolutely.
0: So no, I I think that that's that's a good point too. I I wasn't necessarily just going to say the church because you can go to church uh, every Sunday and you can not meet anybody new or, you know, really make any meaningful connections. And that that, that somewhat that falls on the church. Like sometimes, you know, I'm I'm not going to lie. Like some churches have issues with that. Some people at church, you know, don't want to connect, you know, so it it goes both ways. Uh, It falls on both people. But I think, you know, if you're looking for a specific kind of friendship and relationship, you know, I hit on it earlier, like, I hang out with med students because I want to go to med school and yeah. help my studying improve. Yeah. You know, this year I joined the B group. That was a big step of, you know, kind of faith. Um, even though I've gone to VFC kind of off and on while I'm home from college for almost nine years, I've I've been attending VFC. So it's not like, you know, it was totally a foreign thing to me, but it's mm-hmm. still, I didn't, I didn't have a ton of friends at VFC or like close friends before you know, jumping into V Group and volunteering with Fox, um, and getting plugged in on Sunday mornings. Yeah. You know, like I, I've made made some friendships there. Just the two Sundays that I've I've got up on stage to read a couple Bible verses. You know, because yeah, you're killed it. Yeah. I, I'm there spending time. You know, with with these people in the church. You know, a little bit you've got to go seek it out in in yeah. the smaller communities, especially among your big churches. You know, so find a small group, find place where you can volunteer the the thing about you is is that
1: like you were looking for yeah right you, right you know mm-hmm. and, and i i truly believe if, if you're looking for something mm-hmm. you will find it whatever mm-hmm. you are looking for you will find but you mm-hmm. have to be intentionally looking for it you know god says if you seek me you will find me and i say right. you know if you're looking for for, for godly people godly friendships mm-hmm. you know people who are going to build you up you will find them But but you got to be looking Mm-hmm. You've got to be looking in places that, that you might be a little bit uncomfortable. you got to step mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. You might have to sign up for, you know, grip classes or for, for the B group, you know, mm-hmm. or or you might have to take some time out of your
0: schedule to start volunteering. You don't just have to meet people at church yeah. and at church events. Um, you can meet people that are going to help you grow in life and, like, get to your goals. If you've got career goals, find people that have similar career goals. Yeah. But find don't just find people that are, like, ruthless and want to get for whatever. Find people that, that do it by being kind to yeah. other people and like just genuinely want to want to help other people and better themselves kind of along the way, you know? So you can do that with career goals. You can do that with hobbies. I mean, you know, there's so many places where you can go and find people that if, you know, you're into like the nature thing, like I like to hike and, and stuff like that. You know, you, you can reach out to people that that like to do that kind of thing and make yeah. quality friendships there. So there's there's so many different ways that you can do it. But it's all about that taking the step going outside your comfort zone, you, you know, and just, and not being afraid to step out. Mm-hmm. What holds us back what from making changes with friends? I think my, sort of my gut response is, I
1: think we're kind of uh, afraid of people seeing who we really are. You know, mm-hmm. I know sometimes, you know, I, I think that's, that's part of just being human is, is connecting with somebody else. It's, it's always a risk. Mm-hmm. And I believe, you know, there is a risk associated with every type of relationship ever. You know, there's a risk. You know, if, in theory, if you really think about it, they they could bring you great harm and, and mm-hmm. really cause you a lot of stress. You know, they could turn around and, and really hurt you. But you know, you're trusting and you're you're taking a risk that they're not going to do that when you open up to them. You know? And again, I you know, I, I I already said this, but like I think it's it's refreshing to to find uh, somebody new who doesn't know you in that sense. you because know? they 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 don't know you. You know, they they mm-hmm. don't remember. You know, you when you were a kid, when you screwed up at this or you when mm-hmm. you were in high school and you were the star at this or you you were the bottom tier of this, you know, you they, they just met you. So it just it gives you an opportunity just for a fresh start. You know, you don't you don't just completely disregard your past. You know, you don't just become a new person. You know, you you you're just looking forward, you know, and you and you mm-hmm. use
0: this friendship as an opportunity just to fall into something new. Um. So I think for me, and this is kind of just like what I I struggle with this just in general. But, but what holds me back from making the change or, or stepping out into new friendships is just, you know, what are other people going to think of me? Like, what are my current friends going to think of my new friends? What are my new friends going to think of my old friends? Yeah. You know, if I, if I'm spending less time with my friends that I've known through high school and college, what are they going to think of, of me not spending as much time with them? You know, and like, and like new people, I'm a pretty open person. I don't mind sharing, you know, quite a bit about myself. But then sometimes I leave and I say, you know, why did I say those things? Are they going to like me? Are they going to judge me for what I said? Yeah. Because once you open up those doors, you can't close them, you know? Yeah, right, right. So I I think the the thing that held me back the most and the thing that sometimes continues to hold me back, I'm much more aware of it and have really worked with God on this the past two years. But, like, I, I have had some insecurity in just, like, what other people think of me. In order for me to make new friends, I kind of had to get over that. Yeah. So, so that was definitely something that held me back. But I think you know the other thing uh, that that holds a lot of people back that we've kind of hit on again throughout answering these other questions that that we had is just like people they're they're comfortable with their friends. Yeah. So you get comfortable there. It's taking that step that is just like, you know, is it worth it? What's on the other side? There's unknown over there. Come on now. I know what's over here and it's comfortable and I want to stay here. Um, And I'm a big believer. The whole reason why I started this podcast is because I'm a big believer that life begins outside your comfort zone. Yeah. Right? Like we all have our bubbles. You know, we don't grow inside our bubbles, but they're hard to leave. Right? And so I think, like I said, just being comfortable with, with who we know and where we're at with our relationships versus. You know, I'm going to step out and I'm going to invest in somebody new.
1: Yeah, I know our our pastor was talking about this that you know the research was was kind of talking about humans and how we would you know humans tend to lean on the side of of being in a bad situation, a, a bad mm-hmm. lifestyle, mm-hmm. something that's that's not good, but that they are that they're aware mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. that they have that they they see what's coming the next day and the next mm-hmm. day you know that if you're in a bad relationship or in a, some sort of a bad living situation or something but they mm-hmm. they're they're okay with being there because they're used to it mm-hmm. versus right. right versus crossing over into the unknown into mm-hmm. what might be better just mm-hmm. simply because it's unknown and mm-hmm. we don't know so so we would rather take the mm-hmm. bad over mm-hmm. the unknown mm-hmm. No, we we'd rather not mm-hmm. roll the dice you know we don't you know, i i just think that that's that's kind of crazy. And that I think that that explains a lot of how so many people throughout mm-hmm. the years have the exact same friends over and over and over again. So their Facebook mm-hmm. list has, has, you know, list of friends has not increased at all. You know, the, mm-hmm. the contacts in their phone have not increased. They're not meeting new people. They're not, mm-hmm. you know, networking mm-hmm. with other people at all. They're just with the same old friends. And, that, mm-hmm. and I'm telling you, man, like. You know, we always talk about New Year's resolutions. 2020 is going to be the, the year to reinvent, you know? Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. yet you're hanging around with the same people over right, and over sure. again. You're not going to see any change, you know? So while we were talking about this, a verse that, that I really like came to me. And in First Corinthians 2, it says that what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love him, right? Wow. So with this whole idea of like stepping out, you don't know... You know, maybe, maybe you step out and you start volunteering and you meet, you know, your wife or your husband there, or happen, you yeah. know, maybe, maybe you meet your future business partner and, you know, you guys come together and, yeah. and, you know, you don't know, maybe you meet your, your best friend, the best man that's going to be at your wedding. You don't know, you maybe don't know. you meet somebody who, who's going to give you an opportunity that you never could have imagined. And, and, you know, God has those plans for you, but unless we're willing to to step when we hear him, we don't get to experience that. Absolutely. So, so it's hard. Don't get me wrong. It's not easy to step outside your comfort zone. Like I said, we like our bubbles. We like to stay where we're at. You know, like you said, you just get used to it, Yeah. but it can be worth it if we're going with a clear mind. Absolutely. Right? So, and I think that's, you know, that's what's important is we want to have wisdom when we go. And we want to have faith to take those steps. Absolutely. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. We hope that you enjoyed the episode today. If you did, feel free to subscribe to us on iTunes or YouTube or follow us on Spotify so that you don't miss out on our weekly episodes. Also, Ezra and I would really appreciate it if you would share this with anybody that you think may enjoy this podcast or benefit from the conversation. Lastly, Ezra and I would love to connect with you. So if you have comments, feedback, or questions for us, we've got our email linked in the description. So we would love for you to shoot those our way. Or if you're listening by way of YouTube, go ahead and comment down below. Ezra and I hope that you all have a great week as you go and love God and love people.